0: You are listening to the Calvary Church Podcast, where each episode features a life-transforming message that was previously recorded in one of our services. And now, let's join a service that's already in progress. Hallelujah,
1: as you remain standing, we're going to go into uh, the book of Exodus chapter 12. Praise God. Exodus chapter 12. And uh, I am thankful for this church uh, welcoming me to share in the word of the Lord. And uh, what awesome times of prayer and moves of God we've had these past few nights. And I believe that tonight will be no different. Praise God. And uh, I want to encourage somebody, Uh, you know, somebody got a little bit frustrated and down when they heard that there was not going to be any volleyball. I want to encourage you tonight that if you can swing your arms, you got what it takes. And I know there's a little bit more foot action involved in softball, but I believe this is going to be a multi-generational effort. So choose you this day who will run for you. <laughs> Amen. It's a good SFC uh, fundraiser, young people. Praise God. Amen. Taking tips for running the bases. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I am thankful uh, that God is uh, sharing uh, with this church his intent and his mind and his heart to equip you. Everybody say, these are tools. God wants to give you the proper tools and, and the proper equipping to be able to walk into this next season of the body of Christ here in this local assembly with confidence in God. And not letting current and present circumstances dictate uh, your faith in what God is doing and what God can do. Amen. Praise God. Uh, We're reading from Exodus chapter 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning. Everybody say, "The The beginning. It's the beginning of months, shall be the first month of the year to you because of what I'm doing I'm shifting the clock for you I'm moving around the calendar on your behalf because of this next season of what I'm going to do among you hallelujah and while you may look at the intervention of God as the ending to something God looks at his intervention as the beginning of something for you Hallelujah. When God heals your body, that's not the end of your sickness, that's the beginning of a miracle that you're going to live out. Hallelujah. When God intervenes into your emotions, into your life, hallelujah, that's not just the ending of the negative, it's the beginning of the goodness of God for the rest of your days. Hallelujah. When God fills you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's not just the ending of a sinful life and a legacy that was leading you down the wrong path, it's the beginning. Hallelujah. This is It's not the end. This is your beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we've got to shift our perspective and shift our uh, vantage point on how we're looking at what's happening. It's not the end, although we're glad for some things to end. Uh, This is not just the end. This is the beginning. Amen. Praise God. I want you to lift your hands and thank God for what he's going to do in this service. Hallelujah. I feel the witness of the Holy Ghost. I felt it all day and I believe that the Lord is going to continue in a supernatural impartation amongst us. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and open your mouth and thank God for what he's going to do and praise Say, God I want to be good ground for what you're doing in this atmosphere. I want to receive it. I want to soak it up Lord Jesus. I want to benefit for it, from it. I want to mix my faith with it Lord God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Shower down your blessings Lord. Unlock promises. Unlock unlock prophecies lord jesus unlock your goodness hallelujah we walk in it we receive it lord jesus we're not just gonna sit and wait anymore hallelujah we know that you're ready and if you're ready we are ready hallelujah we are ready for you lord jesus in the name of jesus hallelujah give god a praise today hallelujah praise god hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to the person next to you and say, this is your beginning. Amen. This is your beginning. You may be seated. Praise God. This is a very pivotal scripture as God is beginning to put an end to something that was going on for a long time. About 400 and 30 years of bondage in Egypt, uh, somewhere around there. Some of those years they were benefiting the shelter because of a famine. But they were in Egypt for about 430 years. And uh, there came a time where that place of uh, sustenance and that place of blessing became a place where they were bound, praise God. And uh, God knew what was going to happen. Praise the Lord. God had given a prophecy, praise God, to Abraham that he would be the father of of many many as 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 much sand as you can count as much stars in the sky that you can count he's going to multiply his offspring his seed uh throughout the world praise the lord but they didn't really know all the details getting from that point to to the fulfillment of what god had told abraham but god told abraham that they would dwell in a land that that was not theirs praise god and this was the fulfillment of that to prophecy that God had given to Abraham. God allowed his people in the time of a famine under the leadership of Joseph to bring the Israelites into Egypt to, to be there to be sustained and as they were there yes they felt Uh, measures of bounty and measures of abundance but there came a time when there was measures of affliction and measures of pressure hallelujah but the bible lets us know that as they were afflicted they increased in number hallelujah don't you despise your days of disaster in your affliction god will increase you if you don't hear anything else that i've said all this week you better rest assured that when God. allows certain things that comes into our life that we do not want or it's a little a little uncomfortable for us god will increase us he will multiply us in that mess hallelujah i'm not thankful for what's happening but i'll be thankful in it because i know god is multiplying something in my life and i'm not gonna oh hallelujah I'm not going to be ungrateful. I'm not going to sit there and act like God is not who he is. But even if it takes a long time, even if I don't see the fulfillment in my own days, God is not a liar. Praise God. His word will come to pass. (laughs) Hallelujah. His word is sure. It will never come back void. And so uh, you can imagine how many generations of families that uh, went through that whole season of affliction, even through about 430 years. And now God had commissioned a man that nobody would have expected to be their deliverer. Moses, a man that was raised in the court of Pharaoh. And, and, and then all of a sudden, when he decides in his later years that he'd be, uh, he, he would want to identify with the people that he called his own, he knew that he was an Israelite and he wanted to identify with them, he wanted to defend them, he he knew within himself that one day God would probably use him to be that very deliverer, praise God, but he made some mistakes because he tried to kind of do things in his own imagination, how he thought it probably would play out, so he committed murder and, and he was about to be ratted out you don't want to face the consequences for his missteps so he left uh, and dwelt in a, a, a wilderness place yes he found a wife in the wilderness don't you go looking in the wilderness for a wife now <laughs> yes he learned how to uh, herd sheep in the wilderness but God had to interrupt the season that he was in in the the wilderness by a supernatural event he intervened by an angelic host the angel of the Lord appeared in a bush that combusted and was on fire and There are some historians that believe that this probably was a common thing in that part of the world. There were uh, bushes and and plant life that uh, secreted a certain substance that could have been flammable. And because of the heat of the day, it could have combusted into a flame. But there was something special about this uh, bush that was burning, but it was not consumed. so this supernatural anomaly caught the attention of moses hallelujah And this is what God will do to wake some of of us up sometimes. He will intervene in our lives in an unusual way. And if he can get our attention by the supernatural that begins to happen and we begin to get drawn to that intervention of God, to that angelic witness that God releases in our lives, when we get our attention on the things sometimes that we don't understand but we know God is in it, God can give us a word hallelujah even in the wilderness yes you can get a word from god even in your desert place you can hear the voice of god you can get direction from god in that place you might not be in your destiny but even while you're here right now let god begin to draw you by the supernatural power of his spirit and he will give you a word he will give you some clarity amen so he sent Moses to this place uh, to go back, begin to inform the people of what God wanted to do. And God gave him some abilities to express to the people that he wasn't by himself. He was equipped. Everybody say he was equipped. God equipped him with some superhuman uh, operations if you will to denote to the people that he wasn't just speaking of his own accord he was there on the behalf of God Uh when God purposes you for something major you do not go alone He will equip you with something that is beyond you in order for people to know that they are not just operating on their own accord hallelujah there's a witness of the spirit that is with them and if the witness of the spirit is with them then God is going to do exactly what they are saying God is going to do hallelujah God will not leave you just to guess if you're in the right place he will allow you to have super supernatural encounters with his spirit. And not only will he give you that encounter, he wants to attach it to you. <laughs> God wants to attach his power to you. Amen. Now, some of us, we, we have been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And sometimes because of common Christianity, we just feel like that Holy Ghost assists us to live above sin. But that's entry level. Come on. Come on. That's entry level. That's right. We all know we're not supposed to do things wrong. The Holy Ghost is more than that. Yes. The Holy Ghost is not just your ticket to heaven. Right. The Holy Ghost is more than that. Amen. It is the honor ramp to walking in the spirit and experiencing experiencing the supernatural in your life hallelujah and you're not doing that by yourself god will give you angelic assistance why because it was always the will of god to work with his people that's why he gave his disciples a commission because they were not going to be able to do it by themselves you need help you need assistance hallelujah Hallelujah. And yes, the task may be great. God might be calling you to start a P7 and you think that task is great, but you're not doing that by yourself. If God told you to do it, he's going to send help. Hallelujah. You might not be able to see the help, but the help is there. Not only do you have the Holy Ghost, you've got angelic assistance. Why? Because we're not just some uh, uh, church labeled a church. We're, We're the church of the Bible. Hallelujah. We're the apostolic church. Hallelujah. An apostolic activity was always supposed to be coupled with angelic assistance. The word apostolic or to be like the apostles is a word that means to be like the ones who are sent. That's why they were called apostles. They were called disciples in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. But after the ascension of Jesus and now The job is in their hands. Jesus said that greater works they were going to do. So you mean, Jesus, that turning water into wine, walking on the water and raising the dead, healing the sick, greater works shall we do? It's not like we're trying to be better than Jesus. We're trying to be obedient to Jesus. Because he said greater works shall ye do. Hallelujah. And so you've got you've to you've begin to change your mind about who you really are as a Holy Ghost filled person that born again person. You have been commissioned by God to do great things to see exploits in the spirit. Hallelujah. It is the will of God. Yes, yes. Alright. So Moses goes to Pharaoh and he's talking to the most powerful man in the world at this time. And he's telling him, let my people go. Your whole workforce, let my people go. Now, most of us, in just a general mindset, we would think, well, they they needed to be let go because God had promised them that they would uh, have a land that flows with milk and honey but that wasn't the reason that Moses told Pharaoh. Moses had a word from God to tell Pharaoh to let the people go so that they may worship me in the wilderness that they may sacrifice unto me in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah this is the entry before you go into any promise you better know how to worship and you better know how to sacrifice because that is going to draw the assistance of the spirit and god wants to attach that to you you're not going by yourself so there are things that you need to have under your belt you better know how to worship god and you better know how to sacrifice you better know how to pray you better know how to praise and you better know how to give praise god not just of your monetary means but the most the most valuable thing that you can give to God is things that you give and you can't get back. Guess what that is? That's your time. You've got to invest yourself into the kingdom. That's the only thing you can spend, but you can't get it back. And what God is saying, I need people that's willing to sacrifice, that's willing to worship, that's willing to give of their time to If people like that, hallelujah, can be devoted to me, I will do anything on their behalf. I will move mountains. I will do the impossible. How many want God to begin to perform like that in your life? Or are you just satisfied going to church, singing some nice songs, hearing a great word, going back home? Feeling beat up Monday through Saturday and come back on Sunday to get another adrenaline shot. No, that's not the will of God. He didn't give you the Holy Ghost to be winning on one day. Hallelujah. He wanted you to win every day. Somebody needs to know who they are in the Holy Ghost. He will attach angelic assistance. All those plates. Y'all could have let them go without Moses. But he sent Moses. And he actually told Moses. This is what he told Moses, Pastor. He said, Moses, you're going to tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, I love this. I want to see the look on his face when I tell him what God's about to do. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Let's read the fine print together. Uh, I am sure he will not listen to you. What? So you're sending me to this man who just at the blink of an eye can have me beheaded to tell him to let the people go and you know he won't listen? You're sending me on a suicide mission, God. This is a possible task. He said, I know. That's why I want to do it. Because if it's impossible, I'm the only one that can, oh, hallelujah. You might look at the vision that God is going to give the man of God, and when he speaks it, it might sound crazy. It might sound like something that will never work, but that's why it will work, because we can't do it. We need help and god will send his help god will send the holy ghost god will send out angels to move things on our behalf because if it's impossible god wants to do it Hallelujah. I wonder if you can lift your hands right now and begin to think of one thing that you think is impossible for God to do in your world and say, God, I know I can't do it. I know whoever else on this earth that I can trust in can't do it, so Lord, you do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God sent me to tell this church this is the first day of the best days of this ministry. Hallelujah. This is not the end. This is the beginning of months. I'm going to change around the whole year for you. This is is the beginning. You're going to celebrate because you're walking into something new. You're walking into something fresh. Hallelujah. You're leaving Egypt behind. And when I take you out of this season, oh, I'm gonna do it with a bang. Hallelujah. <laughs> you, you see these Egyptians that you're looking at right now? You're not gonna see them anymore. <laughs> You're not gonna come back. You're not gonna have to come back to Egypt no more. Hallelujah. And I, I, wanna encourage somebody right now. Where you're at, if you allow God to position and posture you, you look at everything that's been afflicting your life. And you, God says, you're not gonna look, you're not gonna be there. Oh you're leaving that place and you're not coming back here anymore. That place of depression, you're not coming back anymore. That place of affliction, you're not coming back anymore. That place of doubt, you're leaving this place. You will not see those Egyptians anymore. Hallelujah. 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 So, God will stretch us. You know why God took long? To deliver them. Ten plagues. He could have did it with one. He could have did it with none. Ten plagues. Why? Because he wanted to prove himself. You see, what he was putting the people of God through wasn't just for them. Because he wasn't just showing Israel how powerful he was, he was showing Egypt how powerful he was. So whatever God allowed them to go through, it became a witness and a testimony even to their enemy oh even the people that may have done you wrong and put you in places that were uncomfortable for you. When God releases you, it's going to be a testimony and a witness to even the people that you might be upset with right now, that you might feel like, well, if I had it my way, I would reverse whatever happened to me upon them. God says, no, I want to be glorified on all levels. Hallelujah. So, yes, I'm going to send a plague, and I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. I'm going to send two plagues, and he won't let you go. Five plagues. He's going to keep you right here. He's going to increase your workload. He's going to put more pressure on you until the last one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said I'm going to send something among your enemies, but if if you really want to be released, you, you got to make sure you're in the proper position. How, how, how did how did God get Israel to be in a place where everybody else was affected by the plague, but the people of God weren't touched? He said, you got to get a lamb. You got to get some blood and put it on your house. I'm going to preach to this church right now. If you really want to survive, how God releases you into your next season to pursue the promises and the prophecies that have been weighing over this church for decades hallelujah you have seen some fulfillment already but you haven't seen everything God said I want to do it for you before I come hallelujah and so you if you want to get in position you gotta get your house right you gotta get your house in order you gotta get the blood Hallelujah. You're going to learn how to sacrifice from now. You take a lamb and you get that blood on your house. I don't care if you don't understand it right now. Get your house in order. I don't care. Oh, hallelujah. Oh yeah, start doing some devotions with your children Start praying over your house Start laying hands on your doorpost Get your house in order Get the blood on your house And it's going to position you To leave this place of affliction And you will not see Hallelujah You're looking at it, yes, it's finally ending. But God is looking at the same situation and saying, yes, it's finally beginning. Hallelujah. I'm finally able to do what I've wanted to do with my people for a long time. This is not your end. This is just the beginning. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Lift your hands right now. The Holy Ghost wants to minister. It's just the beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What God wants to start doing, He wants to start doing things. It's going to be so unusual. It's going to be a little, little bit awkward. You can't even wrap your mind around it. You're going to have to really search the scriptures to have biblical precedent for what's going on because you're like, I've never seen it like this. Yes. Yes, I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. Yes, it's new. Hallelujah. Yeah, I know there's nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah. But what I'm about to do ain't coming from under the sun. It's coming from way beyond the blue. Hallelujah. I'm sending some heavenly assistance. I'm sending some heavenly release. I'm sending, oh, hallelujah, a power of the Holy Ghost, uh, that's not just going to work for you. It's going to work through you. I'm going to put things in your mind. I'm going to give you dreams. I'm going to increase your discerning of spirits. I'm going to give you words and knowledge. I'm going to let healing be in your hands. I'm going I'm to give you a word that will release some things all around you. I need you, I need you to get in the beginning. Put those things. This is we're beginning. With the blood. This is going to be our foundation. This is going to be our platform. We're going to season this house with the blood. You know what? When we leave this location, we're not coming back. It, It might affect a lot of people, what the enemy might try to do but because we've seasoned our house with the blood it's not going to affect us like how it affects other people and you know what they're going to see us unaffected and wonder how that we're not affected by what's going on I feel the Holy Ghost hallelujah hallelujah and I'm going to say some things and you take it for what it is but I I believe that God is going to allow some things to happen and it probably will get a little worse I think you know you Might you know be very upset about you know our past few years, but if we're going to usher in the second coming of the Lord, it's going to get worse not because god hates you but because god loves you enough that he's going to set the platform he's gonna he's gonna seize in the soil hallelujah he's gonna he's gonna be able to create the climate and the atmosphere so that when his power is released it'll be an undeniable move of the holy ghost and you won't even have to evangelize as hard as you have before you're gonna do the same effort you're gonna you're gonna put in the same effort and get more output hallelujah you're going to reap more of a harvest. Why? Because the season is right. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord has allowed you to see a measure of loss. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've lost some things. You've lost some people. But God, it's not that all of those things or people were bad. They just were bad for this soil. Didn't work here. Nobody wants to see those yellow old dandelions in their lawn. But actually dandelions are pretty good for you. Help you all up in here. In your innards <laughs> to help you. Dandelion, yeah, good stuff. Matter of fact, you can even turn that dandelion into like a jam and whatnot, all you DIYers and Pinteresters. <laughs> Some of you probably got it in your cupboard. But well, we don't like those little things because it messes up, you know, the whole. Yeah, so it's a good plant, just not good for this location. So in order to prepare the location, he'll weed it. And after he weeds it, he'll feed it. He'll begin to fertilize the soil. He'll weed it, he'll feed it, and then he'll seed it. He'll begin to sow things in that atmosphere that at the scent of water, things will just begin to germinate and pop up. Where did this come from? No, because you've allowed God to prepare the location. That's where you're at right now. You've lost some things, but they were just dandelions. They looked nice. It looked good. But it didn't fit the location. So God removed it. And then, on top of the loss... You begin to step into a, a place of, man. You looked at your surroundings and said, man, this stinks. While you were looking at all that and feeling like you're frustrated, God said, no, this is, this is good food for the soil of the supernatural. Hallelujah. You need this right here. Mix this a little bit in your heart. Hallelujah. And. I'm going to sow something I'm gonna, in the midst of all that stinkness and the things that you don't like that's being mixed into your life he said I'm going to sow seed right on top of that hallelujah and, and, and when, when you begin to water that ground hallelujah you're going to bring forth a harvest that you could have never brought forth by yourself I am the Lord of the harvest don't question how I prepare my ground I'm going to prepare it so that when it grows it'll be an everlasting hallelujah hallelujah you thought that this was all bad all of a sudden God is beginning to turn things around God will begin to do things that we just don't understand and we do not want to To go that way, God will do it, God will do it, and it's not the devil, don't give him credit for the ground that God is preparing. If God didn't want it, he would have stopped it. Hallelujah. But it happened and it's, it's not comfortable. God didn't make it happen. Hallelujah. But he allowed some things. but he, Because he knew it was going to begin to set the climate and the atmosphere for his power. Not just to visit, but to be sustainable. to To be here lasting. Hallelujah. There's going to be an atmosphere that flows from this place and it's not just going to be here when you come to church you're going to feel some things some same atmospheres that you're feeling the altars god wants to tether it to you so that you can bring that atmosphere into your home aren't you tired of living in a hostile environment it's time to get the supernatural to be attached to your life aren't you tired of the You know why we can expect God to do awesome things in this place? Because of what we've seasoned this place with. We've seasoned it with worship. We've seasoned it with prayer. We've seasoned it with praise. But in our homes, we don't do that as much. So it's more of an atmosphere where weeds can grow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, mayhem and all the other rodents that live on your property or around your house. Not in your house, don't look at me like that. i like, see, so I don't got no, I didn't say in your house, around your house. You know, old mayhem, you know, y'all know mayhem. He's over there eating on your shingles. And, but while he's chilling, having a snack from your garbage can, he's hearing all the loud noises. It's not prayer, it's not praise, it's arguments. It's unnecessary verbal abuse toward our kids. Or maybe it's our kids being rebellious and disrespectful and disobedient to us. And you know what, we we are tired. We are tired of those atmospheres feeling welcome around us. I'm glad you feel the same way. I am tired of the enemy feeling like he can manipulate our families, our friends, and the people around us to stir up strife and all this stuff. And we just... So you know what you gotta do? If you come here and you expect victory... It's only because of what's done here. We don't have, we don't we don't have to even pump ourselves up to believe that God can move here. But you know what I know about God? He is omnipresent. He's not just here, he's over in your home. Hallelujah he's in the living room he's in your house and the reason why we don't feel what we feel here over there is because we don't do over there what we do here you see what you're doing right now you're lifting your hands you're clapping your hands you're lifting your voice that's why this is a climate of victory you know how you get that house to be an atmosphere of victory you gotta do here and take it and do it there hallelujah i'm going to worship god in my house i'm going to praise god in my home i'm going to get that blood on the doorpost because this day we are not going to be here anymore the atmosphere is changing when i say location i don't necessarily mean a geographical location i'm talking about a spiritual location God is about to change the spiritual location of the place you spend the most time at. Oh, hallelujah. He wants to change that atmosphere. Yeah. <clears throat> the location ain't changed. just yeah. something in the spirit has shifted. Yeah. You know, you don't come home riff anymore now, got a bouquet in the back of the truck. We're gonna change this season over here. We're gonna let the atmosphere be a little different. Praise God. Hallelujah. While you're awaiting your kids to come home, you're doing some things that will shift the atmosphere. So that the the belligerence, the hostility is not as welcome as it was before. I don't know why I'm talking about all this, but I believe that God is trying, He's trying to shift your mindset so that when the revival comes, it'll be sustainable he's looking to set it down on a church that knows how to have church even when they're not in church. oh glory to God hallelujah you know how to you know how to have a move of God no matter where you are hallelujah no matter what time I, I I can wake up in the middle of the night I'll go by my bedside and I'll call on the name of the Lord if it feels like the enemy is trying to up, have the upper hand i'm going to get the blood out something's got to die around here so we can get the blood on the door because that spirit has got to go. You ain't stopping here anymore, devil. You've got to go, go on, down the road. go on. Hallelujah. Some of you young people can do that for your bedrooms. You need to get the blood on that door. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The enemy has too much access to you. Get the blood on that door. Hallelujah. If you got to kill some things in your entertainment, kill it. Because you got to get the blood on the door. Something is about to end, but something is about to begin. Hallelujah. You, you might look at it. Well, I got to stop doing No, no. You're not just stopping that. You're starting something powerful, something great something new hallelujah 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 come on mayhem is not going to hear arguments anymore he's going to hear prayer meetings hallelujah he's going to hear me praying over my children he's going to hear me praying with my spouse hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. I'm trying to help you because this is how it's going to sustain. He wants it to be sustainable. This is, he doesn't just want this to be a one-time thing. He wants you to walk in this season as if it's a part of you. He wants to attach this thing to you. Everywhere, when when God released them from Egyptian bondage, they went and they were going to the Red Sea. Get to the Red Sea. There was another way they could have went, but he knew they ain't ready for that. There's some battles. God, he won't direct you that way. He'll direct you, instead of going to opposition, he'll direct you to impossibility. I don't get him either his ways are past finding out Whew. so I stopped trying to figure God out and I just started saying God just tell me the next step All right, All right. All right there All right. and while they did that it led them to the Red Sea and then what'd you have it Pharaoh changed his mind you know what about that God I'm gonna go get those people back and now all the things they felt like they left and got delivered from started coming after them Jesus. All right. Come on. isn't that just like the devil yeah. trying to throw your past at you yeah. trying to hinder you from your promise because oh no your, your past is coming back don't you yeah, you, can, you can't go over there you coming back right over here you, you, think, you think you're delivered from that Somebody need to look, point to the. There's blood here. Oh so yeah,
0: oh yeah.
1: God told Moses to steal the people. Look at that red sea. He lifted up his rod over the sea, and the wind started blowing. Moses felt it. He knew God was doing something. But though most of you have the mindset of what happened on that day through, you know four-hour two-part movie I thank God they put it in Technicolor or your Disney Prince of Egypt, you know kind of thing. It didn't happen in 10 minutes. The wind started blowing past her and he was standing there with a word from God. He didn't know how it was going to happen, but he knew something something started right there when he responded to God. Something started. I don't see anything changing but I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to stay at it because God has given me a word. Hallelujah. God! I know that God is going to do something and until, until he tells me to do something else, I'm going to stay right here. And after 10 minutes, nothing happened. Just some wind blowing on the water. After an hour, people are getting restless and nothing's going on. Well, I oh, three hours passed and people are like, I thought he was a man of God. I thought he knew what God wanted. I thought he had a word and by the morning hallelujah when the when the light began to come up hallelujah the bible says the wind blew on that impossibility all night yeah. Yeah. But it just, wasn't just a regular wind the bible said that the lord sent the angel of the lord in the wind to blow on that po- impossibility all night hallelujah and God made a way out of no way because he trusted in him he waited on him A wall of water but God can part any impossibility to make a strategic path for you to get to your promise nothing too hard for God hallelujah nothing too hard for the lord i want to preach to somebody right now that the waters may try to rise in your home the waters may try to intimidate you in the, on the on the job there may be some things going on and you feel like man these there's so much pressure here I, I feel like i just maybe i just need to do something different maybe i just need to get my resume back together and begin to, no no that impossibility hallelujah is right where you need to be because god's about to do something there that's not it's not just for you it's not just for you there are people watching what god's about to do for you in the middle of the oh, hallelujah yeah. and i don't care if the enemy trying to throw your past in your face once you walk through that water you will not see those egyptians anymore yeah. God will erase. He will erase what's trying to pull you back. If you allow Him to move the walls, you. lift your hands right now. Hallelujah! 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 Stop letting Him try to. Stop letting that enemy try to intimidate you. Hallelujah! He's a manipulator, He's jealous of you, but know how you can be so loved by God. God can replace him with clay. Oh yeah, I'm, I might be made out of dirt, but I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Hallelujah. And if God calls me the head and not the tail. If God says I'm the apple of his eye, and if he can dress the sparrow, I know that God is in the details of this disastrous thing that I'm having to deal with right now I'm I know that God is in the details hallelujah and I'm gonna wait on God and as soon as God gives me a word I'm gonna respond to that word and guess what he's gonna send his wind to begin to blow all you need is a little wind to begin to encourage you a little bit because he's gonna let you mount up with wings you can you can begin to mount up with a little wind hallelujah you're gonna begin to to soar over the impossibility, why? Because God has given you a word. I wonder. I wonder how many have buried promises because of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Just buried it. Oh, that can't happen because this happened and I can't undo that and so whatever was supposed to happen it can't happen and God sent this preacher to tell you expect the impossible to become possible. Hallelujah. Some of you have lost some I feel the Holy Ghost. Some of you have lost some things, and God's about to bring some things to life. It might not look like what it looked like before you lost it, but God's going to bring some things to life, hallelujah, that you thought could never live. My God. Yes. Hallelujah. He's going to resurrect some people you thought would never come back to God. He's going to quicken them. It's not even going to be any work of your own, but because you just believe God, God said, I'm going to send some assistance to to awaken them. Just like that prodigal son. He's in the middle of his mess. And why in the world am I here? That's how it's going to happen. Lift your hands right now. That's how it's going to happen. Out of nowhere. People are going to awaken to the mess they've gotten themselves in. They're going to be looking to come back home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when they come home, let them come home to see the blood on the, on the doors. Let, let them come home to a, to a welcoming and healthy environment that can nurse them back to... Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. The Holy Ghost is going to minister in this place in a unique way. Hallelujah. God's going to lift somebody's spirit tonight. God's going to send some wind beneath somebody's wings tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, as your hands are lifted, I want you to lift your voice. Oh yeah. Hallelujah oh yes hallelujah hallelujah and although tears might be in some of your eyes I, want, I don't want you to hang your head low as you're worshiping God right now lift your head up cause your help ain't coming from down below lift your head up hallelujah Lift your you're gonna feel your strength when you lift your head up. Hallelujah. Look to the hills. Help is here. Help is here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. I know lifting your head might feel a little strange a little awkward because of the emotion of how you're worshiping God right now but don't fight that lean into it he's moving the emotion of pain into an emotion that induces praise hallelujah that's why you gotta lift your head because by the time you're finished praying you're not gonna feel down anymore you're not gonna feel sad anymore you're not gonna feel worry anymore he's about to lift you up oh hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah come on stop fighting the lord stop fighting the lord come on the enemy wants you to clam up and begin to own whatever is trying to keep you bound don't take ownership of that thing hallelujah that's what the enemy trying to do in your life shake that off and lift your hands shake that off and lift your head shake that off and lift your heart by lifting your voice and god is going to begin to send the wind. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come on. He's going to send some strength behind your voice as you're worshiping him right now. Yes, you might begin to turn that into a praise unto him. That's all right. You've got a reason to begin to praise God because he's giving you the understanding that you are not going to be in this spiritual location anymore. You're not going to be here anymore. It's going to be the same house. It's going to be the same church. But it's not going to be the same you. You're, oh, hallelujah. God is doing a new thing. This is not the end. It's your beginning. Come on, always somebody, just like others, are leaving their seats and coming to the front. Hallelujah. You're beginning to say, Lord, I'm not going to stay here and complain because I don't see an immediate response or immediate results. I am going to worship God and begin to activate that gift of faith. Oh no, I'm not going to be down anymore. Oh no, I'm not going to be bound anymore. It's time to get out of that rut and begin to let God resurrect and restore and replenish and revive. Let him do it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Come on,
0: come on! Hallelujah. Come on!
2: Don't
1: a that manipulative and spirit that's try to hold your mind down. We loose you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, God, give us a glimpse of your goodness of what you're doing behind the scenes. Hallelujah! Let it begin to put encouragement for healing on, God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yeah! it's alright to dance it's alright to clap it's alright to leap because this is an ending but it's also a beginning hallelujah this is the beginning of your best hallelujah glory 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 come on don't you feel that that's faith rising that's a wind of God lifting you up above everything that's loomed over you Hallelujah. 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 come on Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, youth pastor. It's not gonna look the same after today. Hallelujah. It's gonna be the same kids, same class, same leaders. But something's changed, something shifted. Hallelujah. Something shifted in the spirit. Something shifted in the invisible. Something just attached itself to my spirit. And I don't see it the same way anymore. Something is going on in the Holy Ghost, and God is allowed. Oh. come on come on hallelujah 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 come on how bad you want it how bad you want it what are you willing to do hallelujah <laughs> I wonder what this service would look like if everybody under the sound of my voice began to worship God as if the miracle was already here. It doesn't take much faith to praise God when he already does it. But because you know who he is and what he's capable of, it doesn't have to happen right now. I know my God. I know my God. Come on somebody if you're standing next to someone that is praying and they need a little help go ahead and connect with the body connect with somebody nearby you and lift their hands up to glory and allow the power of the holy ghost to move through this place like oh yes oh yes Come on, stop owning it. Stop owning that fear. Stop being possessive over that anxiety. Let it go. Let it go. It's not yours. Send that thing back to the enemy. Send that thing back to the enemy. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Come on. I'm thankful for all the young people and young adults that have flooded this altar. But there are more of you in your pews. You need to get out of from where you are right now. Hallelujah. And as an act of faith, begin to pursue what's going on in the altar area. It's time for you to make a move. The Holy Ghost is in here. Come on. Lift your hands and believe God. Lift your voice and believe God. God's about to shatter some things in this atmosphere but you can't respond to the presence of God casually anymore it's time for some of you to get aggressive in the Holy Ghost it's time for some of you to get passionate about what God is about to do in Jesus name I'm not going to be quiet I'm not going to be sedated I'm going to lift my voice I'm going to lift my voice Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Come on, that's a long time to be bound in that cycle of affliction. 430 years but one day god said enough is enough enough is enough you don't need to get that in your spirit enough is enough it is not going to be the same way i'm not going to ride that emotional roller coaster anymore enough is enough this spiritual breakthrough is coming tonight enough is enough enough is enough Hallelujah Oh praise God Hallelujah on, sir. I want you to lay hands on that that lady right there sitting next to you. I want you to lay hands on her. Hallelujah. On her forehead. And I want you to begin to pray with authority right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Something's about to change. Something's about to shift. Hallelujah. Years. Years that the enemy has stolen. God's going to turn it around in a moment as you begin to lift your voice. As you begin to lift your voice. Something is going to rise eyes inside of you. The Holy Ghost is going to lift you up on the wind of God. Oh, hallelujah. I know some of you feel God so strong right now but you're, you're you're fearful to release what god is doing hallelujah you feel a little bit vulnerable that's all right lean into that because god is doing something powerful in your life just lift your voice lean into that let the tears flow let your voice rise and f- oh praise god You young adults need to hear me right now. You've been living subpar from what God has ordained for your life to be. It's time to surrender to God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's time for you to surrender to God right now in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands to God. He's about to cancel the cycle of sin. That he's been trying to, ins- the devil's trying to insert into your world. The cycle stops now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, I know I'm in the Holy Ghost. All you've got to do is lift your hand and say, God, I received that. And I am, I am bold enough to walk in that. I will do whatever it takes to sustain that. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of you are the greatest prayer warriors. That this world will ever see some of you are the greatest soul winners that this church will ever see but he's got to break the cycle hallelujah 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 Come on! I know some of you—you you know God has been trying to do something. You're not really sure how to navigate that. Don't 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 try to figure it all out. Just get in the position of yes, Lord. You ain't got to have all the answers. I, just just yes, Lord. Whatever you want to do, yes, Lord. Wherever you want to send me, yes, Lord. Whatever I can do, hallelujah, to contribute to this harvest, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! All through the book of Acts even though they had the Holy Ghost God would send angelic assistance for apostolic people and it's no different today. We are still the book of Acts. Yes. Oh, yes. And God still intends to tether to us supernatural assistance for the mission. Hallelujah! He can deliver you from prisons, from the expectation of people. He can awaken you to untapped harvest, angelic assistance. And the reason why God has me here in this point of this church's history is not to bring that. I'm not bringing that to you. God sent me here to show you what's already going on among you. But personal problems will cause us not to look at it. And to be aware of what God is already doing among us. This is why promises tarry sometimes. Because we see the bush burning, but we pay no attention to it. You need to pay more attention to the operation of the Spirit in your life. And it will grow. So what's going to happen? Several times within these services, God has given us words of knowledge and not just through the message, through prayers, pastor, speaking prophetically and you know, this is an apostolic church, so it shouldn't be taboo to talk about the prophetic, right? It's an office of the body of Christ, it's also a gift of the spirit. God will transmit a thought into the mind of the man of God and he'll speak something. Once he speaks it out there and gives that information, it's prophetic in nature because it's from God. Every word of God is prophetic in nature. And the prophecy doesn't just have to do with what's to come. It has to do with what's now. It's exposing and showing and then giving direction. That's going to be a regularity around here. Some of you are going to notice it in your own prayer lives. It's, it's, something's different. The way I pray, the way I feel when I pray, it's just, it's just different. That's God beginning to exercise the gifts within you. As you're working altars, he's just going to download thoughts into your mind to begin to pray things for people that you, have no, you don't even know why you're saying those things. It's just coming out of you. Yes, that's, that's the gifts of the Spirit, and it's going to be more frequent. Because he's a tethering this thing to you. He he doesn't just want you to have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to be so in control that anytime Amen. you're just going to combust into an operation of the Holy Ghost. Anytime he needs it, it's not just going to be the adults. Yes. He wants this thing to. You to be so comfortable in this thing that this—not that you treat it casually, like it's nothing, but it's common among you. It's not weird to walk in the Spirit. That's got to stop in this generation. It is not weird to let the Holy Ghost work in your life. That's why he told, him, he told the Corinthian church, I wouldn't have you ignorant about these things. Right. Talking about the gifts of the Spirit. You should know this. Yes. This should be something every... You don't need some guy from Chicago. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I'm here. But what God wants to do, he's going to multiply... Whatever he's placed upon the spiritual leadership of this congregation, he's going to multiply it. It's going to begin to grow. You're going to begin to notice angelic activity around you. Now, And when I say this, please, please understand what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to scare anyone. You're going to start seeing figures in your home and whatnot. And sometimes, Pastor, it's so difficult for us to grasp these things because, you know, rarely we are encouraged that we ought to welcome that. We have no problem rebuking devils, but we have a problem entertaining angels. There are way more angels of God there than there are devils. show you this metric. The Bible tells us the host of heaven are 10,000 times 10,000. That's about 100 million. And If that be true and a third of those angels fell, that means there's only 30, about roughly about 33-ish million devils in existence. Well, there's not even one devil for each person living on earth right now. Hell's resources are very limited. The Bible says there's 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. So that means God can make more angels if he wants. He surely won't make more demons. I heard people say before, well, there's, there's two angels for every devil. Yeah, according to that metric, but that's assuming that God won't make more angels. He can do whatever he wants. You won't make more devils. You have the church of God. You have a man of God. You've got angels of God. And you've got God. Why in the world would you ever live one day of your life defeated? I want it all. I don't want to lack in any good thing, hallelujah, in any gift. Hallelujah. I want to walk in the Holy Ghost and see victorious things happen every day of my life. And today, hallelujah, today is the beginning of those months. Today is the beginning of those years. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for what God has done in my past, but I'm not living on yesterday's blessing. I'm not living in yesterday's testimony. Today is the first day of the best days of this church. Hallelujah. And we're going to go uh, and we're going to walk confidently uh, into this harvest uh, that God is sending. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands right now. You have help. <laughs> got help. Hallelujah. Go on, get ready for it. You've got help. Come on, you've got help. Some of you are gonna to begin to feel drawn to pray for people in the altars. You're gonna some of you are gonna before the, the year is out, you're gonna pray for somebody through to the Holy Ghost for the first time. Some of you. Hallelujah. Come on, this, this Hallelujah. It's gonna be a regularity around here. People are gonna get the Holy Ghost even before the altar call. Some might get the Holy Ghost during their worship. Come on. This is You've got to you gotta understand who you are. You gotta understand who you are. Hallelujah. Come on. The waters of baptism are gonna be troubled. In a, on a regularity hallelujah people are going to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost on a regularity hallelujah it doesn't have to be a special service but even on a even on a midweek Bible study God can move and I'm going to let him move I'm not going to box God in I'm not going to put a lid on my faith I'm not, not going to limit the operation of his spirit I want him to move anywhere anytime for anyone hallelujah Hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands right now. Before I turn this over, I want to give some direction post this altar experience. Because the enemy will test you to see if you really believe in what God has done during these services. Or you're just going to fall back into the same lies or condemnation or cycles. He's going to watch you. He's, he's going to test you. But exactly how you praised God here, exactly how you was intensing your worship and your prayer here, you've got to take that back into the battlefield. He will rarely throw shots at you in a red hot service. He will rarely throw shots at you while you're in a prayer meeting at church. Hallelujah. But when you go back home, he's going to try to stir things up. And you know what you do? The same thing you're doing right now. You do it there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How much more powerful will the services be? Hallelujah. When all week you've been stirring up the gift of the Holy Ghost in your home. Hallelujah. You've been getting your family to get on fire for God every day of the week. I'm talking about God. God is ready to turn some things upside down. He's ready to lift some things out of the mire. He's ready to resurrect some dead things. Hallelujah. But you've got to be in position. Yeah. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray one more time. Hallelujah. And after we pray, we're going to lift our boys and begin to worship God in advance for what we're about to walk in. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your word of direction. Thank you, Lord, for the clarity of where we are right now and where you intend to take us. We're not intimidated by it, Lord Jesus. We're going to walk with confidence in you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you have lifted our faith and Lord we're not going to let that dwindle or diminish but we're going to feed that every day hallelujah we're going to season it we're going to water it Lord Jesus every day hallelujah and as we water it Lord you are the Lord of the harvest and you're going to bring forth something fresh something new something great something powerful and Lord we're expecting it we're looking for it we're going to be aware of it in the name of Jesus hallelujah we're looking for the turnaround in our children we're looking for the turnaround in our spouses. We're looking for the turnaround. We're looking for it. We're expecting it. We're going to speak over it. We're going to pray over it. We're going to intercede for it. We're going to fast for it. We're not just going to stand by and think it's just going to happen without our involvement. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to do what it takes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, if you're going to do what it takes, lift your voice and begin to praise God and thank him. Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, take take some time to praise Him. Take some time to praise Him. Take some time to praise Him. Hallelujah. I feel it in the spirit. There are things falling off of you. There are things falling off of you. You're not going back the same. It's not going to be the same anymore. It's going to be different. Hallelujah. 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 Clap your hands unto the Lord.
2: We worship you, Jesus. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the praise. Hallelujah. In closing this service, I feel to prophesy to you something that the Lord has been dealing with me about for years. And I feel like it's time for me to speak it so. Because it's consistent with the word of the Lord. And it's already been confirmed through the man of God tonight. Growing up in this church, the gifts of the Spirit have been in operation in a very important way. Very direct way. As a child, I remember hearing people give message in tongues on a regular basis in this house. And that has gone down over the years I think our perception of it has changed I think our perception of it is incorrect biblically because the gifts of the spirit are for the body they are not to build up individuals but all of us can operate in all of the gifts that is what the Bible says and the gifts operate when they are needed and we need them And we will need them more as we get closer to the return of the Lord. There are people in this church who have gone on to be with the Lord. That God used them many times. I believe that they were the only ones being used because they were the only ones willing to be used. And then we came to a point a few years ago where this church came under attack. Specifically, it's leadership. And in that time period afterwards, it was something that dad and I talked about a lot. And I believed that God had given me a vision. And so I talked to the bishop about it and I told him what I saw. And we agreed together that part of that attack was to shut down the gifts in this church. Because spiritual authority was questioned and the authority of a believer was put in question, where people were made to feel that they were not spiritual enough to be used by God that way. And that is not biblical. We do not believe that here. We have never believed that here. And so, what I feel to say to all of you is that we need to be willing. Paul told the church in Corinth to desire the gifts. To pray for them. We should not be afraid. We should not be intimidated because they are not for our benefit as the person that is being used. But as you and I have love for one another, then I say, God, however I can help my brothers and sisters, however I can build your kingdom in your church, then speak through me, Lord. And so I want us to pray in agreement to that end, that this intimidation is over that we're not gonna have silent times when it's time for the Lord to speak. Lord, we surrender to you now, that as you would give us an unction to give a message in tongues, to give the interpretation, to give a word of knowledge, all of the gifts, God, we're asking you for them afresh. We're committing ourselves as the Calvary Church. It's part of our spiritual DNA. It's part of how you've always used this church. Not just to minister to its members, but to minister to visiting ministries. You have spoken through this church. You have birthed ministries, Lord, through this church. And it will continue to be so. In Jesus' name, we receive now the boldness that is needed. We receive now the humility and the dependency that is needed to be used by you in this way. And the church said amen. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, let's worship the Lord now. Something's changing, hallelujah. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, hallelujah. He is not the author of confusion, he is the God of peace. And so if God is going to use you in that way, you don't have to be afraid. If you don't do it right, we'll help you. And we'll tell you you didn't do it right. That's what we're here for. We're going to learn together because he's a God of order. And if he has a way to minister to his church and to use us to do it, then we can learn how to do that. Amen. 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 I was so glad when when Pastor Tom said to me, let us have revival at the end of May. Amen. You feel that way? All right. Well, part of revival is loving each other better. And so let us greet each other. Take a moment to hug somebody and tell them that you love them. Ask them how you can pray for them this week. God bless you. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Please let Brother Duncan know how much we appreciate his time, the way he has allowed the Lord to use him. God bless you. Have a good night.